it's me, Stephanie. And guess what, you guys? It's summertime. And I'm super excited that it's summertime. I don't care if I'm hot and it's going to be hot, sweaty girl summer. I'm ready for summertime. And to kick off our summer, it's June and Pride Month. And we have a straight heterosexual female here. <laughs> but hey, you you rock that haircut, though. <laughs> I am a total ally, so it's all good. <laughs> anyway, I'm just joking because I was I was I was like, OK, who's in who's on this month? OK, we we we're doing our best pride people. OK, we're going to get somebody on. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> with that said, we have a great ally here for you. <laughs> She is a fantastic showrunner. She, um, you can uh, check her. She's she's very gifted and an, an artist. Um, and also, I just had her nuts in my mouth, you guys. All right. <laughs> Please put your hands together for Sarah Young. Sarah Young of Sarah Young Productions. Wholehearted Winery Show. What is it? What um, What was the, the, um, the accolade that you had won? Was it the Free Press's? We were List top, of- top five live comedy shows in 2022. Okay, okay. So it was Ann Arbor and Mark Ridley's and Go Comedy mm-hmm. and One Night Stands and then us. That's awesome. Yeah. And how long have you how long have you been doing this? The producing since uh, 2020. Okay. The winery opened in 2019, mm-hmm. and uh, they were only open it's an old 1850s farmhouse Mm -hmm. and they had a very small tasting room and they always had plans for the rest of the building and to have a proper tasting room and Mm -hmm. room upstairs and a full patio and they would give tours of the empty half before all this was built out right and it was december 2019 and i was on a tour with um my etching and my nuts were already there okay and um so you're a vendor of theirs, right? Like, yeah. Okay. I, they have um, insulated tumblers that I they sell that I etch for them. Okay. They have uh, a clock on the wall that I did. All their signage I did. All the all the trays, the all, tasting the tasting the, trays, all the flight boards yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah, and um, so I was already doing that, and uh, the original owners of the house. Um, visit now and then okay they're not stuck there they're not tortured ghosts or right <laughs> but it was their home so they have had multiple independent people verify mm-hmm. that these people come back and uh upstairs where i run the room um was the matriarch's room uh Nettie. Okay. and we were doing a tour with some friends that were in from out of town and on the way up the stairs, Dan, the owner, turned to me and said, you know, Nettie just wants laughter and happiness and parties back in the building. Mm-hmm. And he turns to me and he says, do you want to run a room? And okay. I said, yes, because <laughs> I had no idea what that would look like. Yeah. And uh, and so we were going to bring that forth. And then 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a uh, streaming live music out on the front patio. Right. And and I said, I can do that with comedy. Yeah. And it kind of exploded. And we started doing um, shows in the parking lot. Just yeah. show up. And in. It was funny because uh, like uh, uh, Jason Vest and somebody else, I think Polly told me about your uh, having an outdoor show. And uh, and I was like, when I got there the first time I actually attended a show, I was like, what, we're not outside? Like, I was like, we're not outside? And they're like, no, you have to go upstairs. But um, but you had good turnouts to those shows, right? 
I had over a hundred people yeah, in the parking yeah. lot. It was crazy. Wow. And um and then they finally got their permits and got hooked up to the sewer and things right. that you had to do so they could open inside the way they always envisioned. Mm-hmm. And we moved inside December twenty twenty one. And it's a cool little room, like nice room, you know, you can, and people can sit there and you can get your, you get your charcuterie, you get your wine. Like it's, it's a, it's a nice night out. It's a good date night, you yeah. know? Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. So uh, I've been sold out since 2021 for two shows every month. It's been a wild ride. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, And so uh, speaking of wild rides, we're going to talk about your life now. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> so um, where are you from originally? Uh, grew up on the wild streets of Oak Park. Oak Park. Okay. Okay. So, you, so you're definitely a city girl. I'm a city girl. And then uh, when um, I was 14, 15, my parents did a horrible thing and they built their house and moved me to West Bloomfield. Okay. <laughs> okay. So and then- I was very full of angst and anger because it was before... Uh, any kind of you know social media or phones or you can't talk to your friends when you move away back in the day yeah no not without a really huge phone bill that right. you know parents it was before any kind of cell phone so it was uh, I'm 100 years old and uh so that was that was terrible hey but, I've been there too <laughs> sitting there waiting for the phone to ring and like your mom goes to grab it and you're like nope that's for me <laughs> you know exactly or the coolest thing was having a phone in your room if yes. you were one of those lucky people <laughs> but we didn't have a call waiting or anything. No. So uh so my father would be very perturbed if someone was calling him for work and couldn't get through until, you know, eleven o'clock at night. Right, right. So. Exactly. What kind of a kid were you growing up? Were you were you were you a jokester at all? I was uh clinically shy and totally introverted and um uh, is diametrically opposite as I am today as I could possibly be. Okay, so completely a, like a shut-in more of a person. Total shut-in. Uh, just Kept to yourself a lot. Yeah, I, I uh, they moved in, uh, so 10th, 11th, and 12th grade was in West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. And I didn't talk to anybody for three years. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and uh, I went to a reunion, uh, a teacher of mine, uh, that I'm actually friends with now uh, came all the way in from out of town to our reunion. And she says, if I'm dragging my ass in, then you had best be there. Okay. And uh, she says, I'm basically coming in so I can see you. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine and his partner were there. And his partner is, you know, happy-go-lucky. And he knows more people in my graduating class than I do because he knows <laughs> all the friends that, that right. I had, like, like the last day I graduated high school and a friend from Oak Park had also moved and he had a group of friends mm-hmm. and he said, Hey, we're going to um, Cedar Point tomorrow. Do you want to go? And normally I would have said, no, not mm-hmm. a chance. And I said, sure, why not? Yeah. So I met this group of friends Okay. that I'm still friends with today. Okay. But I didn't meet them until the day after I graduated. And they kind of opened you out of your shell a little uh, bit. Well, a little bit. It's uh, moments like those. Sorry about the nut reference, but. <laughs> no, no. Uh, moments like those, if I'm suggested something or I think of something and my stomach turns over and I mm-hmm. break out in a cold sweat and right. it scares the crap out of me. Right. That's something I need to look at. Okay. So that was one of those moments. And I'm like, okay. And and so uh, a friend in this group his and his partner have been mm-hmm. together forever. 
And we go to this reunion, and he says, you have to know people. And he'd go up to people that he knew through his partner, my friend. Right. And he goes, hi, this is Sarah. Do you know her? And they're like, no. And he's like, what? He goes, what about newspaper? I'm like, no. Yearbook, no. Choir, no. Drama, no. Band, no. I had no groups. You're like, I don't exist here. Just understand. <laughs> and he was just like flabbergasted. I made it that way. And then he went to someone and he goes, well, she's she's making edibles. And they're like, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> now the party changes. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, not quite yet. Yeah. I can work on that. But they're just straight nuts. Right, <laughs> And right. everyone's like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so just totally quiet and things just... Uh, uh, if you want to make edibles with your nuts, all you need to do is get um, Keef. <laughs> Keef is already activated, and you can just throw it in with the xylitol, and it'll be good. Because that's got alcohol in it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But here we go. Bam. Making edibles with Sarah and Steph. What's up? Yeah, look what I learned. This is awesome. <laughs> Should have had me on, I don't know, years ago. I, I used to help. Okay, so like I had a friend that was a grower, and they would they would be like, okay, they would make keef, and and they would be like, throw it. They'd throw it to me, and I because I would make food with it. So I make brownies or whatever. But the coolest thing about keef was you don't have to like make it active. It's already active. You can just eat it as powder. And which is gross, but <laughs> but I used to make candies and sell them at Pine Knob, which is not Pine Knob anymore. It's DTE, right? Oh, it's Pine Knob again. Okay, it's Pine all right. Again. I needed to make sure. But I like literally Jimmy Buffett concert with my boyfriend and his parents, and like selling these uh, these uh, candies. Yeah, yeah. I made a little bit of money that night. Sorry, and the statute of limitations is over on that. That was like two thousand. So <laughs> and it's legal now. So. It's legal now too. So I don't think they're gonna come back at me for it. So, but it felt illegal then <laughs> and i think it was illegal then <laughs> so anyway so um so you're hanging out with these friends and like nobody from your high school knows you no and so like this friend group that you have did they kind of like help you open up and get more into like with your art and in the arts no no okay no, this, is, this is all a, a solitary trip it's uh it's pretty amazing it's um uh 20 some odd years ago, my sister-in-law uh, got me to take a stained glass class, you know, night mm -hmm. class with her. Mm -hmm. And um, I could lay out the patterns and uh, I've always written and been creative. And uh, but I couldn't solder to hold the pieces together to okay. save my life. Yeah. And the instructor said in his 25 years of doing this class, I single handedly wasted more solder than his entire Anybody career else. his yeah. entire career put okay. together and i said well that's not helpful at all maybe it's the teacher right but on the last day of class he said this is how you etch glass and light bulb light bulb edge. went off okay and i was like this i can do so i started just etching with acid cream and cutting my own stencils and then i found someone to i give them the artwork and they'd make the stencils for me mm -hmm. uh, and i moved on to um, sandblasting and I have my own sandblast cabinet Dang. Um, and uh, and but that's all very dirty and time-consuming and kind of horrible and uh, about 15 years ago my husband was on a job walkthrough shout out to Ben yeah <laughs> uh, and he was at uh, a facility that was called tech tech shop in Dearborn mm -hmm. next to the Lions training camp Oh, okay. It wasn't part of the Henry Ford. Because mm -hmm. everything, because when I'm thinking of like your etching and everything, I'm thinking of like all those little shops in the Henry, you know, in Greenfield yeah. Village. 
Yeah, and uh, and he walked in, and it was a makerspace. It was mm-hmm. the first makerspace in Michigan, mm-hmm. and they had all the woodworking and metal workshops, but they had lasers in there. And he took one look, and he came home and said, "Get in the car, we're gonna head over there." And I was like, the first hundred memberships, mm-hmm. and um, and that just was a game changer because then I could cut through things, and I could etch wood, and I could do so much more than what I had been doing with strictly glass. Like you're making wood look like it's like completely not like, like this looks so natural, but it's completely unnatural because it's cut. So, you know what I mean? It's so perfectly cut and yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just the layering technique. Yeah. And, uh, and just, uh, uh, I didn't bring a, a certain one. Well, it's like the board that I have the Hamsa hand on. Uh, that board, just uh-huh. like I see it, and then I see what needs to be on the board. I, okay. I, I can't describe it better than that. So you took this class, and then you just got hooked, and you kept learning and learning and learning, and you grow and you built a business. And w- the business is SYS Custom Etching and Custom Engraving. Etching Engraving. Okay, and and you, and this is your sole job now. Right. Um, yeah. Is this all in, you do? In 20, really, besides besides the nuts and you yeah, know. Yeah. Twenty twenty sixteen. I was at, uh, stuck in corporate America, mm-hmm. and because you have to pay bills and you have to, uh, you know, be an adult. Right. And, <laughs> and tell me about it, sister. <laughs> it was just a gray fog. I I the longer I stayed, the worse I just hurt myself because that's not where I'm supposed to be. Right. Uh, so one job I broke my arm, another job I had appendicitis, another job I broke my knee in three places. And it was just crazy. And I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue. Okay. And I had a letter from my doctor that I gave to HR that said, if you see her sleeping at her desk, you can't fire her. Oh, wait, could, wait, that's the sweetest lever, letter you could ever get from right. your doctor. That or just be like, she is a sex addict and she can have sex on her desk all day with anybody right. that she chooses. Please ignore this. Yeah, because I, I couldn't stay awake and I have no idea how I didn't crash my car. Right. I, I couldn't. I'd be at a movie. I never saw the ending of a movie. I never uh, a concert. I never saw the middle. You know, it's mm-hmm. big and loud. And, and I just couldn't stay awake Mm. it was it was terrible and and you were heavier at this time too uh yeah the weight loss was happening kind Mm -hmm. of concurrently yeah with with all that um that's like a whole other hour-long story Mm -hmm. well can we tap into that a little bit like because that's i love i love weight loss journeys um and i make fun of it on stage i'm like my weight loss journey i went to a doctor you know like but but you have you've lost uh how much weight 250 pounds see and 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 it's so life-changing to you right oh it is that was uh let's see i'm doing math in my head really quick make noise while i'm counting do 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 sarah young is putting the numbers (laughs) together (laughs) so in 2005 uh, okay my grandmother had passed okay and she uh we had some money from her and she traveled worldwide uh, just with her and her best friend and everywhere and uh and so in honor of her we decided to go to alaska okay yeah and uh and so we flew first class and if i'm being honest looking back had to yeah i didn't fit in coach Mm. and uh and we flew first class and it was uh we took the inside passage on a train and then we got on a ship and we went down to anchorage and 
it was amazing. And we hit. And- Not to cut you off, but you said something very poignant there that a lot of people who haven't been fat don't understand. We bought a first class ticket because that's all I could fit in. Yeah. I have been that person. I understand completely like how that is. Okay. So you were, so you're in Alaska, you fly into Anchorage. We fly into Anchorage and, uh, but we had the money to, you know, so we had the balcony cabin and we got the handicapped, um, cabin because it was open and it was a little more money and mm-hmm. it gives you a little more room, more room. Uh, and the thing is on cruise ships, that was also the only bathroom I would have fit in. Yeah. I feel you. And, uh, I never went on a cruise because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's you don't realize how limiting until you make a decision and make mm-hmm. a difference. And uh, but we one of the um, uh, the shore tours that we could do was um, was a, a helicopter ride to land on a glacier and walk around. And uh, and so I had bright pink boots on. So if I fell down a ravine, a crevice, you know, they'd be able to find me. Cause I think ahead. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but we show up and there's, you know, like six helicopters and all the people and the people that are the guides. And they said, you know, we know on your form, you had to put what your weight was, but we also know no one weighs themselves with their clothes on mm-hmm. and everybody lies. So <laughs> weren't they right? <laughs> yeah. So they had a, a trailer set up and one by one we went in, they got us our weight so that they could put us in, you yeah. know, distribute everybody in the helicopters. Yep. And at this point I knew I had an issue and I had done the Beaumont uh, weight loss, which is um, just uh, all shakes and, a, and like right. a salad for dinner. And they kind of teach you how to Eat a well, eventually, bit. but yeah. you know, and I lost like forty pounds, so I I had no idea where I was at, and I had stopped it because you can't live on shakes like that, and um, so I had no like idea. hell you can't <laughs> that white claw and weed. That's what I live on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so it was my turn, and I went in and I got on the scale, and I had no idea where I was, and then there's a scale flashing, and all in my mind it was just like like a a warning sign and it was like 305 305 305 and I was and I was just like stunned <coughs> yeah. and uh and then I went back out and they started putting everybody in the helicopters and they'd have a couple people in front with the pilot and three people in the back okay and they they're going around and they got two hours and it was um the pilot my husband and one other guy in the front okay and they said you sit in the middle in the back and don't move and I said, I weigh as much as three fucking people. How, yeah. how, I, I didn't. Like, how did I get here? How did I get I, here? I feel you. And, and, and it just, it, I was, there's all these pictures and I'm supposed to look thrilled and I'm just miserable. Yeah. Just miserable. So we came home and with uh, some more of my grandmother's money, my husband bought a, a big screen TV and I got a gym membership. Okay. And, uh, and I was diligent, was there every single day. And I had a trainer who was, uh, horrible. He was just not a good trainer. And you and, were running your business already. So it was like, you could, you can, you could do this on your, whenever you felt. Well, no, you know, I was, I was in, no? cor- I was in, you were still in corporate. America. Okay. I was okay. still in corporate America. And, uh, and I, um, I, and, and so I just. So you started. had to really keep a schedule with this. I had to yeah. keep a schedule with it. And, uh. And I lost a little bit of weight with 
um, the first trainer, and then he got himself fired because he was a moron. And uh, and they said, well, where do you see yourself in five years? And he thought mm-hmm. it was just a general chat. And he goes, oh, I'm opening up my own gym five miles down the road. Okay. And like, And they're like, you're out. Yeah. Because yeah. it was Lifetime, and Lifetime right. doesn't want to hear that. No, yeah. So, and it wasn't just a, a general chat. They were having a, a you know, a, a discussion of his progress right. and his performance. Right. And, and he said, I'm going to leave you and open my own gym. And they're like, well, you mean leave us sooner than you thought. Mm-hmm. And so then they put me with uh, another uh, trainer who's now one of my dearest friends. And he is also um, a non-working artist. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he was a trainer there and, and um, he does painting on the side. It's not what he does. Yeah. And, uh, and together we started um, really, he's just like, what you're doing is art. And, and I was just kind of messing around and I was just like, and he goes, no, you're an artist. <coughs> and it just sounds so pretentious to me. He's like, I am an artist. And I'm like, because <laughs> we went to like the. You're like, An- I like to make things. <laughs> yeah. We went to the uh, Ann Arbor uh, Art Fair. Fair yeah. And we're walking around. We're talking to some of the people. And they're like, oh, you know, what do you do? And I said, well, and he goes, no, Sarah, you're an artist. And right. I'm just like, well, that just makes me feel ooey. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh. With him, that's where I lost nine, the first 90 pounds. Okay. And then I got stuck. And mm-hmm. it's not like a, a month-long plateau or something. It sucks. It was years. Yeah. And he was doing these team weight loss classes, and I'd see people that came in, and 90 days later, they were visibly different, and I right. was still me. And I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And then they had a program that was maximized living. Okay. And the first two weeks were absolutely no carbs sugars oils it was just bare bones very mm-hmm. low calorie you're drinking you're drinking bo- bone broth <laughs> <laughs> and and hey i've been there <laughs> but the the weight just started flying off and i was on i don't even know dozens of medications and my my insulin i was taking just a crap ton every day and my need for I'm type one, so I'm always gonna. Okay, I was gonna ask because I was like, "Did you? Are you out of the?" But it's it's type one, so, type one, okay. so it's it's forever. You've had to do this my entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, f- uh, forty five years this year. Damn. Yeah. How old were you? Twelve. Twelve. Okay, put the math together. That's how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I don't look it, so I don't care. No, no, we all look younger. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I was like, comedians look younger. I mean, I I found out that there's only like maybe two or three comedians that, I mean, you're like, okay, I know you lived a rough life. You look way older than you are. But everyone else looks so much younger. It's crazy. It's crazy. Laughter keeps you young. Yeah, no, for real. So but, let's, speaking of, so speaking of laughter, like where, what made you this artist that, and you have your own business and you have the nut business. What made you decide to do stand-up comedy? How did this come about? I mean, well, you're married. You and Ben have a life together. And, but no, I'm going to go to bars and I'm going to do stand-up comedy and I'm going to go to Mark Ridley's, you know? Well, it's it was one of those things, things that uh, I got kicked out of um, corporate America. Right. Uh, a friend of mine came up at Christmas time and I had given the engraved tumblers to everybody. And he said, can you do wood and metal and, and rubber and plastic? And I'm like, you know, I can. He goes, why aren't you doing custom gun stocks? And oh. I, and I thought, why aren't I doing custom gun stocks? Because that sounds like a lot more fun. 
but you know, how would that work? You know, how would I <coughs> find people and when would I have the time to do this and all the, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. And then my contract uh, company showed up and they were supposed to be hiring me direct after the new year. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you know, the company lied to you. Big surprise. Um, they're not <laughs> hiring you direct, but they're also not continuing your contract. Mm. And But we'll look for something else for you. And I said, no, no, no worries. I have a plan. Yeah. And I came home and I said, surprise, I'm a custom, you know, gun stock etcher. Yeah. And Ben said, okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So I had, I had, you know, 12 weeks of unemployment to figure out. So mm-hmm. I had money coming in while I figured it out. And I found a, a group that has almost weekly shows of for gun and knife shows. Nice. And, and I started doing tables there and I was the only one doing what I was doing and I'd have my laser photography. And so what exactly is gun stocking? Because I'm not the completely... gun stock. The okay. The so butt end making of the, the gun. butt end of the gun. Okay. Well, just engraving on it. Just in oh okay. So like putting like Mom. I can be yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I I did uh I did one that uh was it was an AR and that's you know not PC these days, but <laughs> it has all the holes in the in the barrel of it. Yeah, and I made a Ms. Pac Man going in and out of all the with mm. with the ghosts and everything. Mm-hmm. I engraved and painted that. That's great. So, so uh so yeah so. Uh, people would come to me and they, and they so like this this is my grandmother's chair from her 50th birthday party like what like 1970 something or no no it's sorry it has to be 80 because i'm on it um so what is it 81 1981 <laughs> ben's just pointing um 1981 so this is something that you would probably do right like you you could get these people to sign their names on a chair and you know that's cool it's yeah. really cool. It's, and it's funny because like I I wanted you to see this. Like I, I do leave this out here, but like I was laughing because I said I was like, I'm going to ask Sarah <laughs> if we can if we can one day etch my brother's name on this chair because it's 1981. He was not born and he really is pissed that his name's not on this chair. And that's the only reason I got it was because I'm the grandchild that's names on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty I, funny. Yeah. So. Uh, but my laser photography is any photo you send me, I can put on slate or wood or glass or acrylic. Okay. And that's all over my website also. Okay. And so I was known for that. And uh, I one time did a photo transfer on wood with, uh, was that, what is that, um, that. The Mod Podge. Mod Podge. Yeah, yeah, I did the Mod Podge and I did it for my friend and it was one of her wedding photos. It turned out amazing. And I was like. I said to him, I go, maybe I could do this for a living. And then we saw stuff like yours and we were like, no, we couldn't have done that. <laughs> no, never, never. Well, I, did, I have a lot of uh, guys coming through you know, with their with their uh, female counterparts and they're like, oh, I have a laser and I do laser at work. And, and their girlfriend's like, can you do this? And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, move along. Move move along. along. But, so I was doing that and... Uh, and then I had uh, another moment where someone was starting a, a food business and, and I was like, I, I'll be jealous if I don't do this. And I'm like, I can figure this out. And, you know, my stomach turned over and I broke out in a cold sweat and I figured out how to get licensed. And I'm licensed with the state of Michigan for the, for the Gracie's Good Eats nice. and uh, started marketing and selling that. And then uh, December again, it just seems to be my month. Um, it was right before... The so it would be 2018, and mm-hmm. I was just you know watching uh, specials on Netflix and whatnot of of you know um, 
like uh, Gabriel Iglesias and Ellen. De- okay, so stand-up specials. Yeah, yeah. I watched all the documentaries that are messed up. Sorry, <laughs> Making yeah. a Murderer is what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, I was watching this and I was like, they're just talking about their life, mm-hmm. and my stomach flips and I break out in a cold sweat and I'm like, oh man. And then what I do is I tell you know people I'm thinking of doing this. And, you know, waiting for someone to say, well, that's like a really bad idea. Yeah. And I went to my friends and I was just like, you know, uh, it was around, uh, you know, when like when I was starting the uh, gym, I also started improv at the same time. Okay. And uh, so I did three years of improv back in 2005 also. Before stand-up stand-up. Before stand-up. And uh, and that's where I met Dan Britton and uh, a lot of the people that are in stand-up now. Really cool guy. Yeah. And all the people out of Go Comedy and the Planet Ant and and they're they're all my people from mm-hmm. fifteen years ago. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and so I, I said I'm going to take these improv classes, and no one said it was a bad idea. So then I had to because they're going to ask me how it was. Yeah. And so I said, oh, I think I'm going to take a stand up class, and no one said it was a bad idea. And I was like, shoot, now I have to. <laughs> and I called. Um, I did research, found Mark Ridley's. And uh, my birthday is the beginning of January, and they had a car, uh, class that was starting like the day after. And I couldn't figure out how to get in online. You still right. can't. And I called and I said, you know, seeing if there's room. And they're like, oh, yeah, tons of room. What's your charge card? We'll see you Monday. <laughs> we'll take your money, lady. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. And so uh, I did Bill's class, mm-hmm. and it was going to be one and done, but then you have 400 people sitting there and they laugh when you walk out and, yeah. and, and it's intoxicating. It can be like such, it can be such a good room, and it can but be it can so be so horrible. deceiving to yeah. you as a comic because when you get on that stage, they are all there for comedy. They are primed and ready. This is the comedy club of Detroit until, you know, like, I mean, we got, we got House of Comedy now. You know, one night stands too. Like, there's clubs here now. Punchline. There's clubs. But you're set up for the win from the get-go at Ridley's, well, right? And, and, the, and the class shows, you know, all your friends and family because they don't think you're going to go through with it. So they have to come out <laughs> to see if you're going to face She's play. trying to be Miss Maisel, everyone. <laughs> She's well, trying. My, my dad said to my, my sister-in-law, what is she doing? She's going to puke on stage. <laughs> I didn't find that out until My after. brother thought I would fall off the stage. He's like, she's not going to see where the hell she's walking. She's going to fall right off. But yeah, so and I thought I was going to do, <laughs> but it it you know it's addictive. And Kara was in my first class. And, okay, and so you had legit people that are still doing comedy yeah, in your first class. And, you know, and she opened the show for us because you know she had been taking it. Yeah, there was like the second or third time she took Bill's okay. class, and uh, Greg Sharp was in there, and a whole bunch, and Ann Duke was in there. Damn, uh, all at the same. You know, you had like the celebrity. Uh, a celebrity survivor of Bill Bouchard's class, <laughs> and uh, and uh, so um, so I did that, and I'm part of uh, LBN Local Business Network mm-hmm. uh, with the Canton chapter, right? And they had in their newsletter that I was doing this class show, uh, just so if other people, people wanted, wanted to come, yeah. And there was a guy there that uh, is now a good friend, and he saw me and thought it was funny, and he went to his own chapter meeting. And there was another lady, and each time you're at a meeting, you have an ask of uh, things you're looking for that people can help you find. Right. And her ask was for a pretty clean local comic. Mm. And the guy's like, 
she's part of LBN. She's hilarious. And yeah. I just saw her. And so she called me like two weeks after my class show and said, hi, can you do a 90 minute show? <laughs> oh, said, my God. I said, it's, you know, like a charity event. And I said, by myself? No. <laughs> She's but several I, comics. <laughs> yeah, but I can, you know, put something together. Yeah. And uh, and I reached out to Dan. And so together we did a show that was half uh, improv with uh, friends from our improv days. And then Dan and and uh, Bill Morrison was our MC. I like him. I haven't seen him in a while. He's kind of laying low. His, his daughter just is getting married this year. And so he's... Okay. Family stuff. He was and, on a show. He was on Bonto show with us. The yeah. first one that we did together. Yeah, he was on that. And I think that's where I met him. I believe he was on that. Either that or I met him somewhere else. But funny, funny guy. Um, There's a lot of people that like you see here and there, you know, pop around and you're just like, you're like, wow, like they are really funny, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And he was our MC, and it was just crazy. But, you know, I had to be ready for that. So that started the run of all the open mics and and that is that how you started show running then yeah yeah you just kind of fell into it yeah because she's like hey you know i'll help you and we'll put this together and it was a lot of fun and then it wasn't until uh 2019 um that first class with uh bill also i told my Mm -hmm. um helicopter story and bill said that isn't stand-up you know, because he's like, you know, how did you lose the weight? And I said, well, it was all because of that damn, you know, helicopter, helicopter. ride. Yeah. And he's like, wait, 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 back, back up. <laughs> what? And I told the story and he says, no, he goes, that's not stand up. That's that's storytelling. Mm-hmm. And so then I Googled storytelling and I found the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers. Yep. And I submitted that story to them and they immediately came back and said, oh, absolutely. We'll get you up. And so that was October 2019. Okay. And that's right when I met Dan at the winery because I used to make my nuts at the church next to the winery. Okay. Out of their commercial kitchen. Okay. And uh, they were changing out keys and my truck was full of stuff from a store that had closed and they I had my nuts and I had all my etching things with me. Yeah. And Dan, the owner, saw me. Um, when I was pulling in, because mm-hmm. they have a whole charity that they run, and that's right. why they have the winery. And he saw my Jeep, and my website is on the tire cover. Right. And so I came out from the church, and he says, I am at the winery next door. I think I need to talk to you. I think I need things etched. <coughs> and so okay. I went over there, and I had everything to show him. And so it was just, it snowballed. So I'd right. known him for about a month and he had seen my storytelling and I had shown him some of my stand up, And so he knew I was doing this. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to run a room? Let's and then it. it's just it's snowballing. It's it just all crazy. fell into place. Okay. Let's talk about your Jeep now. I love my Jeep. I don't know anything about the Jeep cult that you are in, but <laughs> I mean, it was okay. So First of all, like, I'm just like, Sarah's got a cool Jeep, right? She's got a yellow Jeep. It stands the fuck out, right? <laughs> and we were at one night stands and your car got broken into. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And, and, and it was, it was a horrible night. It was a horrible thing to happen, but you were like, they didn't take my ducks. Please explain to me what the ducks are. If you have a Jeep, you'll come out and someone who thinks your Jeep is cool will leave you a duck. Are you serious? Like they, so you just buy rubber ducks and you give them out to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get, you know, you know, so I got ducked the (laughs) the first, the first time I got ducked, 
<laughs> I went down. Wait, is this a virginity story? Do we have some low, low music here? No, just <laughs> go ahead. The first time you got ducked. The first time I got ducked, I actually was driving down to uh, Dave Crumbly's room with the Gillerins. Okay. And I in Toledo. Yeah, in Toledo, and I had left my Jeep because they met me and uh, at IKEA. I'm not I'm like five minutes from IKEA, mm-hmm. so I left my Jeep in the IKEA parking lot, and we went. We came back. And I, at that time, I had a crazy friend that would just, like, randomly show up and do weird shit. <laughs> it was, it was we all weird. have that friend. <laughs> and, and it was it was terrible. And, and you know, uh, Robin looks over and she says, what is that on your Jeep? And I'm like, what did she do? And I go, and, and it's a duck. And I'm like, what? And there's a little tag on it, you know, hashtag, you know, duck, duck, Jeep. You know, you've been. Oh, really? Yeah, there's okay. a little tag that they give you. And I was just like. <laughs> I'm duck, like, duck, Jeep. I'm like, oh, uh, holy crap, I got ducked. And I look at, and looked it up, and they're like, oh, if you get ducked, you know, please post it. And so I took a picture and posted okay. it. And and, uh, and I've gotten ducked like a number of times. So now it's a thing. It is it's a, a thing. thing. It's a thing. It was so funny because I was like, she's like, they didn't take my ducks. And it was, and I, I, I. I, I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they, that means. They didn't take my joke book and they didn't take my ducks, so I was, I was good. See, like if you have a, uh, if you have an Equinox, uh, you can, uh, you can leave a can of White Claw <laughs> at the back of my car, <laughs> and, and we'll just be like, you got clawed. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're I, building I'm, a Chevy Revolution now, you guys. <laughs> Well, I, I, I drive a lot nicer than I used to. <laughs> right. Because I used to have a blue Ford Focus. Oh, okay, and okay. There's, and there's 100,000 million blue Ford Focuses. Yes. So if you go accidentally screaming past a state cop on the freeway, you know, and you just bump <laughs> off at the next exit, you know, you're going to be gone. Right. If you're driving a landmark and you go <laughs> screaming past the cop... <laughs> driving a fucking landmark. You, you can't hide. Mm-hmm. So my driving has gotten tame. Uh, I had her for uh, about four months, and uh, it was my first um, storytelling event. And I was going to get my face professionally done and my hair done, and I was like trying to get my lines in my head because half of them gotten chopped out that morning. And, yeah, and I was just like in the state of panic in this, and I was in in. Uh, uh, Bloomfield Hills mm-hmm. and a cop pulls me over and I'm just like I'm losing my mind and he comes up and he goes he goes this is the new body style I just want to check it out <laughs> and I'm just like you just took 10 years off of my life so you can look at my go to a dealer goddamn dealer what, what a fucking creep <laughs> i'm sorry let is... me check out your body style <laughs> yeah, your jeep is beautiful i want to check it out i'm just like you just you so just... people are obsessed were you obsessed with jeeps or did you just say you know i, I want this like i want something that stands out and I, that i like uh i it had to be a stick shift mm-hmm. okay and, mm-hmm. and so few things are stick shifts anymore damn um i would love to uh, we used to have a jeep you know and we love taking the top off um yeah and uh so i wanted four-wheel drive and 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 took of the course top here off yeah and it's it just checked all the boxes and it's badass so <laughs> and and you get ducked once in a while too I folks get ducked once in a while 
so yeah so is I, ben I, okay with the ducking <laughs> he's he's good with the ducking he, he what kind does he drive a jeep too or no no oh god no. you gotta get him in the cult you gotta get him in the cult <laughs> no, he is his big f-150 uh it's it's called magma red that's why he named it vesuvius oh you named it vesuvius see smart <laughs> i don't even know what that's from no i'm just kidding okay it's a big uh, huge i know <laughs> it's the mount vesuvius yeah, yeah. um so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do the second half of uh, Sanctioned by Stephanie with Unsanctioned 7. Please give a listen to the commercials that are coming at you because there is a lot of information for the upcoming Diva Cup. So uh, we'll be back with more Sarah Young. Hey folks, this is the Downriver Diva and I am personally inviting you to my comedy competition, the Diva Cup 5, July 1st at Trixie's Bar in the backyard. We're having a backyard beach party, everybody. And your Downriver Diva Cup 5 judges will be Diva Cup 4 winner, Toy Too Tall, and Trixie's open mic host, as well as the Hiprov judge, extraordinaire mr jacob russell so make sure that you uh come out to trixie's on july the first it is going to be a show up go up for all comics we're taking the first 30 people that show up and sign up to compete in the diva cup competition winner takes all you get a trophy with an actual diva cup on it and a cash prize so Make sure you come check us out. House of Charcuterie will be catering the event so you can hit them up for all your yummy and edible needs. All right. So make sure you come out. Check us out. Trixie's Bar, July 1st. Me, the Downriver Diva, Diva Cup 5. Bye. And we're back with Sarah Young on Sanctioned by Stephanie. Ow. Sarah, Sarah, we were just we were just talking about uh, the ups and downs of, of comedy. <laughs> and, and, and when you're like, I'm going to do something. And then you're like, oh, maybe that didn't happen. You know, so um, when uh, when you started doing stand up, where was your favorite place to do stand up at? Well, it was the castle because that's where everything yeah. started. Yeah. Um. So when I've been able to be on shows that the room is full, that's just electric like nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Um. But honestly, my my little winery, that's just uh yeah a, an amazing place, and the energy there is incredible, and the owners are uh, top notch, and uh, I I can't say you know enough about that but yeah the castle because that's where it all started and then and then the winery and uh pretty much anyone that gives me a mic <laughs> i like them do, do you got a do you got a favorite open mic to um, go to and work something out yeah uh when mike's uh when mike uh when tom swan does mm-hmm. his uh that's always good because it's uh kind of like a pre-booked open mic so you know that you have the time and it's not hard to get the time a couple 
weeks out of the month. So it's a good place to um, work things out. And Tom gives really good feedback on, on yeah. new stuff too. Yeah, I hear that too. I haven't been out there. I need to go out there. Um, okay, so we're going to do the unsanctioned seven. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> the seven random questions that we ask to every guest here on Sanctioned by Stephanie. Are you ready, Sarah Young? Hell yeah. <laughs> Sarah Young, we're going to like have a Thelma and Louise moment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's leaning towards that. <laughs> right. Okay. So first question is, um, what is your favorite uh, viral video? Something that went viral that you watched over and over and just thought it was great. It's so stupid. It's the llama song. The llama song? Yeah. I, I'm a llama. It's a whole song. I'm a llama? <laughs> yeah. It is. The, to me, it's screamingly funny. It goes on loop for 10 minutes, at least on a time. My husband, Ben, hates it, and it just makes me laugh every single time. You have to dig a little bit. There's a couple posers There's there. There's a couple posers? Yeah, it, it's a whole song that it runs for, like, three minutes, and it's just... Oh, my goodness. I'm the, trying to find it right now. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. The drama llama. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, send it to me. Oh, llama llama duck song? Yes. That's it? Okay, wait, let's see if we can do this. That is funny. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that's worse than uh, my he, my like that. That's worse than that one. Oh my goodness. It keeps going, and then I just play it on loop, and, and it, my husband hates it, and it just makes llama, me laugh. Llama, 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 llama. Um, my kids love the llamas in the pajamas of books. Yeah, I love llamas. Okay, what is a llama actually? What is it? Uh, an alpaca like animal. Okay, kind of horsey, kind of giraffey. Yeah, long neck. It's like a giraffe and a horse had sex and made that. Pretty much. Okay. All right. Also, they look like the things from uh from Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, these are, okay, here we go. Have you ever left a one-star review online or had really bad service and complained really, like, obsessively about something? I haven't because I know how hard those jobs are. And okay. um, I've been with people that were just furious and wanted to walk out leaving just a penny, and I sneak back in, and I leave uh, not a full-on 20% tip like I'm going to. But right. I, I leave something and I'll generally put a note of this was wrong and you're getting some money because I'm a good person. Right. But you, you don't deserve this. You're getting so. some money because I'm a good person. Yeah, no, that's that's how I am, too. It's like I you, you if you worked in the service industry ever, if you worked for anything like you have businesses, you know, um, you always leave somebody a tip. They're not getting paid for their time as much, but even if they're crappy. <clears throat> okay let's see here what is your f okay it's your birthday what's your favorite birthday cake flavor uh sanders bumpy cake you definitely oh that's my girl okay all right uh, sanders so, bumpy cake sanders bumpy cake uh tight 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 close second would be seven layer cake okay okay um my second to saunders would be um cherry chip cherry chip Okay, next question. 
Ooh, what's the longest you've gone without sleep? Tell us the story. I haven't slept through the night since the 1900s. <laughs> I take I take naps and then I wake up and I'm up for a while and then I go back to sleep. So you're just a you're like a sporadic sleeper. You're just like I get a couple hours here, a couple hours there. I mean, a lot of it was uh, when I was in with the chronic fatigue with um, mm. corporate America, but yeah. um, and it was even worse then. But yeah, I haven't. I used to have a whole bit of you know. It's inconvenient when I fall asleep, you know, at the, you know, the corner of, you know, Woodward and 696. Right. Thank you for honking at me to wake me up. It's very <laughs> helpful. You know, <laughs> I'm not on my phone. I'm asleep. So, yeah. But yeah. So uh, longest without constant sleep, we used to do road rallies and we left in the morning and drove up to Bemidji minnesota and oh, man. ran like a 24-hour rally and then we didn't finish because everyone was beyond exhausted and got just physically sick so it was probably about going on 40 hours before we called it in what is the road rally we used to do uh pro road rallies which were in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere in the middle of night the night and uh i was on the crew and i was a co-driver and it's basically, um, uh, it's like uh, NASCAR for in Europe. It's it's big in Europe. Oh, okay, okay. So like the is it was it the pin? What was the one on Jackass? Was it the pinball or something? Or they did something like that? Yeah, it was a, like a race. A big one was a uh, uh, press on regardless PLR up in uh, Houghton, Michigan. Okay, and uh, and you are given a core the co-driver is given a course which is basically just bird's eye view of the different uh intersections and you had a little this is uh 30 years ago and you had a little uh computer then that would count down the tenths of the mile so you'd have to let your co-driver know that you know there's a hard left coming up you know in three two one and because you're racing at speed in the middle of the woods that's really cool it was a lot of fun Damn. A lot of fun. How long did you do that for? Uh, we crewed for about two or three years, and I was a co-driver on a handful of races. I still have the uh, custom uh, driving suit, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they all went and had kids, so okay. that, that ended that career. Okay. Um, uh, we're picking favorites right now. Who's your favorite family member? Uh, let's see who's going to listen to this. <laughs> uh, my, my parents your parents they're you're they're, the closest with them they're they're so supportive they're just you know anything i want to and my husband's the same way anything i want to try and he figures out how to make it happen i mean i can't get much luckier that's awesome that's awesome shout out to ben again not you her boo <laughs> <laughs> okay um oh Here's a question. Wait, what number are we on? Six. Oh, we're on six right now? Yes. Okay, here's a question. Do you have a name for your car? Marigold. Marigold, that, yes. That and is, where did that come from? She's bright yellow. That That's the, ultimately it. You Mar- she's the color of a marigold flower. Because I, I, be, I just want to be like, I want to name her, this shit is bananas. <laughs> be- that's what, that's what her plate is, marigold. That's, marigold, okay, yeah. So, so marigold, and that came just because of the color. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, she's the color of a marigold, and, and she makes me smile, so. Aw. Yeah. And she's a she. Oh, yeah. She's not non-binary. No, <laughs> definitely, definitely a she. She's definitely a she. Oh, yeah. A she, um, a she with a stick, so maybe she is. You know, both. I mean, both. It could be. It could be. Okay. Last question. Last question. So this last question is always the same for everybody now because I've changed it up a bit. And I used to just ask like people who've been doing it a while, um, but and or new people. But where do you see yourself um, with comedy in five years? I'm going to glum on uh, Elena's answer. Okay. I, I want to be Kate Brindle. Yeah. 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 I feel you. Uh, just working steadily. Still has a life outside of comedy. Um, just that's, you know. I. She's not, a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe I'll have my stuff in some galleries one day. But, um, yeah, that's where I want for, for comedy. Yeah, it's just you know because you asked Elena that question and and Kate just popped into my mind. Yeah, we've gotten together you know outside of anything, just caught up and chatted and and uh, some of my punchlines came from our talks because I was mm-hmm. just telling her my stories and she's like, oh, you could use it this way, and I'm like, Ugh, you're a genius. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so just working. we met her. We met her at Joey's years ago, and so it's that was I have been following her for a long, long time. Yeah, very, very funny though. Very funny. Yeah. So and she's super nice in person, too. Like, yeah, she, when I told her that story, she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's just uh, so authentic and just so down to earth and real and, and approachable and and helpful and just, you know, having fun what she's doing. Yeah. You know, not getting caught in the trenches of, you know, what if and why not me and, and all this. And she's just, you know, risen above it. I'm sure she's had her moments, but that's not what you see. Yeah. Um, besides Kate Brindle, because I didn't ask you this earlier when we were, when we were talking, um, who are your influences in comedy? Uh, Kathleen Madigan. Definitely. Storytelling. Definitely. Uh, that's, you know, uh, I've seen more, um, I mean, Smothers Brothers when I was little, my parents, uh, right. their albums and Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks and the 2000 year old man. Mm-hmm. And I've seen George Carlin in concert. I've seen Tim Allen and Wanda Sykes and like all these big names. Yeah. And the fact that I sometimes get to walk across the stage that Kathleen Madigan's been on and I've just been drooling over and use the microphone she used. It's just mind blowing. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's such a trip because that's, that's the thing. It's like, uh, I, 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 we had, it was a whole big deal when I started doing this and I was going to shitty open mics all the time. Like he, I had a whole dress. I was like, I'm going to wear this the first time I go on stage at Mark Ridley's never did that, (laughs) you know, but I was like, I had a, I had a whole dress. I've never even worn the dress still. I need to wear it one day. Um, that's going to be a diva cup dress. (laughs) So anyway, it's like, you never, you never really expect that you're going to be able to get on a stage like that. You know, you really don't expect, but it is kind of like, it's not as difficult as people think. Like you really can take your shot as a comedian. Like the open mic is, is wide open, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's wild. And I never thought that this happened here in Michigan. I thought I'd have to go to LA or New York or whatever, but yeah, no, like the scene is huge here. It's wild. 
it's it has been you know you get uh, Mike Green talking about mm-hmm. the good old days and the just the names he just casually drops and, and I'm like, like what, what? <laughs> I know we were in we were in the Mike Green uh, one night stands class together and yeah him him just telling those stories and like telling stories about you know really big really big celebrities I mean like Ellen DeGeneres like you know things like that like and you're like just absorbing like I that's what I love about comedy I love when we can that's why I do this because it's like I love when we can just like talk about you know our experiences and what we've been through with all of it um Sarah why don't you go ahead and plug everything that you got going um the the nuts that I want to I'm probably gonna eat the whole bag when she leaves Uh, yeah, um, this summer I will be doing the Westland Farmers Market, uh, two Thursdays each month. Okay. Uh, it runs from three to seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is the 15th of June. Second one is the 29th of June. Um, and I'll be posting what the July and August dates are. Um, but I'll have my nuts there. I'll have my, um, artwork artwork there. So that's there so you can actually see in person, you know, what I do when I'm not behind a mic. S-Y-S um, engraving and, and etching, right? Uh, S-Y-S dash, uh, well, www.sys dash etching.com. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then graciesgoodeats.com for the nuts. They're so good. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then uh, my winery show still has some tickets for the audience, and that's uh, June 17th. And that's at winethatgives.com. And uh, and then I have storytelling this month also. Uh, it's uh, Snapshots. Mm-hmm. And you can find them on Facebook. It's going to be at the Unity Vibrations uh, building in Ypsilanti on the 21st and 22nd. And those have a... Of June or July? June. Okay. And those have a $15 suggested donation kind okay. of thing. I don't know what that was. And... Uh, but they, um, but there aren't tickets um, uh, for that. That's just show up, and uh, and I'm told the room holds about forty. But uh, that'll be at seven o'clock on those nights, the twenty first and twenty second. Okay, so you're doing two nights in a row with the storytelling. Yep. Okay, and are you doing everybody? Anybody can go do that. Is it? No, this is curated. Okay. Um, I I uh, auditioned for a different one that was last month in May. And mm-hmm. I didn't make it, but one of the people on the panel okay. that I did my story in front of um, curates this one. And okay. he said, you know, you didn't make it for that, but I want you on this. And so I've been working with him uh, for a couple months on the story. All right. Cool. Cool. So and uh, your social media for your comedy fans. Uh, Facebook is Sarah Young Productions. It's also sarahyoungproductions.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Instagram is Sarah dash Sarah is just Sarah dot young. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have Twitter, which is Sarah dash artist. Okay. Okay. Cause you're an artist. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. It sounds so bougie. I know. Right. <laughs> you're like, I no, take it down. <laughs> I am an artiste. I'm like, an oh artiste. my God. No. Mm. And I'm an actor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I did one YouTube video. I, actually, I want to say that real quick. Um, thank you again, Sarah, for coming today. Thank you for having um, me. Real quick, everybody. If you haven't seen my butt rock video with Ken. <laughs> sorry. Okay. So I want to say thank you, Sarah, for coming. That that was a really fun is a really fun show. And and also 
your uh, winery show. Like, I, I hope that you have you have me out sometime. Like, I will definitely come out to that. Absolutely. Um, and, and it was such a good time. Even if you're like not, if you're not doing anything and you're, you and your girlfriends need to go out and get a couple glasses of wine and some charcuterie, like it's, it's a nice night. It's a really nice night. They have wine slushies on the weekend during oh, the summer. Oh, no. See? They got you now. They got you. But um, I just wanted to say uh, to, to all my listeners, um, I'm doing a couple little new things in comedy and uh, and a fellow comedian from Downriver, Ken Wood. Uh, shout out to Ken Wood. Check him out. Um, check him out on, uh, on Instagram and uh, YouTube. If you don't know who he is, he is uh, Downriver Danny was his first video. Uh, and Downriver Danny was pretty popular, Drew and Mike and... Uh, and on all over the bit, but, um, but we did a show or we did a show. We did a, um, we did a, a, a video and it's called guy who loves butt rock. And I play his, um, definitely white trash girlfriend in it. So you guys can go check that out. It's on seven dads TV on YouTube. Um, it's about a two and a half minute clip and Ken is really funny and our little interaction at the end is pretty funny too. So please check that out. Also make sure that you check out Diva Cup. Diva Cup 5 is going to be at Trixie's Bar in Hamtramck on June the 1st, July the 1st. I'm like June, July, uh on July the 1st. And, uh, and one thing I am going to throw out there, if anyone wants to sponsor diva cup like i'm putting it out there um it's not an expensive show to run so if anyone wants to um sponsor it if you want to sponsor diva cup just hit me up about it i will um i will definitely give you something that's not too pricey and we'll put your name on the flyer and we will talk about you and your business at diva cup so please hit me up for that um i put all my own money into this and uh hope that ticket sales happen you know how that is sarah like you're like okay please let this happen but um but you know we have to pay the winner and we have to pay the judges so if anybody is interested please hit me up for that um also if you want to sponsor sanctioned by stephanie let me know and and last thing i want everyone to go back through the sanctioned by stephanie uh what is it called ben portfolio repertoire the catalog the catalog the catalog thank you thank you Go back through the catalog and check out some of our best episodes. We are going to go through and we're going to pick out a clip episode and do that. We're taking a hiatus for a few weeks. Sarah, you're our last one for a minute. <laughs> so we're going to take a hiatus for a couple of weeks. And, um, and let me know who you want to hear on our best of clip show for Sanctioned by Stephanie. So just go ahead and email me if you want, if you want to do sponsorship, if you want to um suggest anyone email me at sanctioned by stephanie at gmail.com um thank you again ben for always producing and showing up thank you again sarah young thank you and sarah young productions please check her out and make sure you follow her on facebook and instagram um my name is stephanie ann i am the down river diva please check me out at instagram and at that name and tiktok thank you and good night